You're listening to the Happy Hour with Nick Sainert. A gorilla bear versus polar bear. A what bear versus a what bear? And Enrique Alvarez Clary. A gorilla bear versus a polar bear. Polar bear. <laughs> One more time. Gorilla. Gorilla versus a polar bear. Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Every time I hear that intro, I just wonder if Rico ever does have my best interest in mind. No. The answer is no. You never care about me, Rico. Never. Nick, do you miss me when I'm not around? <laughs> you would be sad without us. No. Eric says Gorilla Bear, classic Nick. <laughs> Love Dude. it. Somebody, somebody, I gave somebody a text line name, Gorilla Bear, yeah. now. I don't know where they're at. They never text in. No summer. Yeah, they don't text into our show. I've seen them text into other shows. Yeah, they text into the drive. You get, I your, know. You get your name from the show, and you don't even text into yeah. the show. This is like four zero two four six four five six eight five. In case you forgot the number, it's you can like, also call. It's like we are your father, and you just you disowned, you just us. disowned us. Disowned us. Emancipated hotline. from us. Starter Heyman text line four zero two four six four five six eight five. Um, Case they told me August back, Rico. He's back, baby. This is exciting. So. I just think, like, you want to talk about general excitement for a season. Nebraska basketball usually needs stories. I say usually uh, needs stories to perk up fan excitement at the beginning of the season, I think. Okay. Like, it's it's usually, yeah, this team, you know, what's the expectation for this team? It's It's get a bye in the Big Ten tournament. Right, it takes a little it's, bit it's for Nebraska never, men's basketball fans to get going. And now, granted, it's like usually towards the back end of football season, so you're, you're usually fully into football mode when this happens. But now you're sitting here going, I think there's a lot of people after what they saw from this team in the second half of this last season that we sit here and go, you know what, I'm kind of ready for November. Not the weather-wise, but I'm ready to go see Keisei Tominaga. I'm ready to go watch maybe Ramel Lloyd Jr. take the reins as point guard. I'm ready to go see Juwan Gary get back. I'm ready to see what this team looks like. Ready to see another hometown hero in Josiah Alec come back. And see if Sam Hoiberg still is it has a role carved out. Yeah. Right? Despite being a walk. So, like, I, I think there's, once again, I don't want to, like, prophesy that this is a, a NCAA tournament team on June 1st. But is it wrong to like sit here and say you have to make the decision? Kase Tominaga impacts that dramatically. It, he he and it's him and it's, leaving and it, or coming back could be the difference between that happening. Not saying it's going to happen, but if he leaves, there is a greater chance that that doesn't happen. Well, it's like Waterboy asks on the text line. Um, serious question: Read Is the he first one. no? Yeah. Is he as good? No. Is he as God without Derek Walker? Is he as good without Derek Walker? And I would say this. I don't know if anybody is going to be as good or as God as they were with Derek Walker without Without him. Derek Walker. They're going to need to learn, as Craig says, Kool-Aid. Thank you, Craig. Like, I think they're going to have to learn how to play without Derek Walker. And that might have some, some growing pains, but... They're going to play some non-con opponents, and hopefully you don't drop one against a Kennesaw State like you have the previous years. That's some one thing that they didn't do this pre- this last year. Mm-hmm. Is they beat the teams that they were supposed to do. 
Um, and Waterboy says just the chemistry they had on Casey's backdoor cuts, playing off his dribble handoffs, etc. And I see where you're coming from, but like I think a lot of a lot of players on last year's roster were real comfortable with Derek Walker, and I think Derek Derek Walker was real comfortable in his role as well, which was incredibly incredibly vital mm-hmm. to this team. But now this entire team is going to have to learn how to play without Derek Walker. I mean, if you wanted to take the hard nose approach. Every team, every single year, loses a big-time guy. Mm-hmm. It loses one of their important guys. Mm-hmm. you got to figure out how to play without him, the and you got to bounce back. You can't, you can't sit here in the middle of January and say, yeah, well, you got to give him time because Derek Walker's not here. Yeah, oh, we're in trouble because Derek Walker. No, you, the, the only thing that I see that's – well, not the only thing. Uh, the, the biggest difference is going to be that you're not going to have the guy posted up at the free-throw line – running the offense like Derek Walker was, you'll more than likely have more of a traditional point guard running the show. Yep. Don't know who it's going to be. Could be Ramel. Uh, maybe uh, – um, I, don't, I don't know who else. Well, it's Cor- Coran, Coran is McPhe- gone. Yeah, Coran's gone. Um, who else? I mean, Eli Rice guard? could he's play a power guard. forward. They have him listed as a power forward. He's a little – he's, okay. what, 6'8"? Yeah, so, so he's way, way oversized for a point guard. Yeah, he, he'd be – I mean, Ramel's six six. Um, I'm trying to think of who else is on the who else, the other point guards. I mean, you have you have Sam Hoiberg if he if he you know carves out a role. I, I don't it, not to take anything away. He had a fantastic fantastic last season. I don't know if he'll be a starting point guard. Well, so it's um, like so here here's these. Jamarcus Lawrence isn't going to play isn't going to play point guard. I don't think he'll be running the show. He did do it a little bit. He brought the ball um, up and would initiate the offense from time to time uh, when Derek Walker got into foul trouble and when. Um, uh, Sam Greasel was also in foul trouble. Um, they used him Here, to, to, how to can run we forget? the show. How could we forget Aaron Eulis from Iowa? Oh, yeah. The the transfer from Iowa. He played point guard. Yep. Started all but six games, I want to say, for the Iowa Hawkeyes mm-hmm. last year at point guard. He's a junior, six foot three, 190 pounds. Um, he wasn't a scorer. For what it's worth, Eli Rice listed as a guard, six foot seven, 195 pounds. Um, He's playing power forward down at IMG, but... He's six I, foot okay. seven. Yeah. Um, Josiah Alex sits at six foot eight. Rink Mass sits, sits at six ten. He'll be your center. And then Bryce Williams, who's also a guard, is at six foot seven. Yeah, Bryce Williams. So Eli Rice and Bryce Williams are the are same size, pretty much. Uh, Bryce Williams a little bit bigger, two fifteen compared to Eli Rice, who's one ninety five. Bryce Williams was running point at Charlotte. So I, I think what's interesting, guys. It's I'm just learning I'm, I'm how to play curious. without him in the middle well, running the show. I'm curious where like a CJ Wilcher fits into this. Do you think he comes back off the bench? I am because I think he was at his best man. two seasons ago two, when yeah, he was com- when he was coming off the bench towards the end of the season. Here's I don't know what CJ Wilcher we will get. I mean that's kind of been the issue. Right? Because if you if you just wanted to put together the first eight players just off the off the on, on the cuff, right? Off the cuff. You you feel okay, so J- Jawan, Jamarcus Lawrence, Casey, Josiah Alec, Rink Mast, Aaron Eulis, Blaze, Blaze, Bryce Williams. There's eight guys right there. Mm-hmm. That's not including Ramel Lloyd Jr. That's not including Sam Hoiberg. That's not including um, C.J. Wilcher. 
So it feels you have like a lot of you have you have a lot of guards on this team right now, or guys listed as guards. You have a lot of length and yeah. a lot of height, but you have a lot of guys listed as guards, and somebody's going to have to move to that forward position, play that forward position, guard some guys who are going to be the same height as you, but aren't going to be handling the ball as much as probably you might be at that time at that point. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be really interesting to see what they do with who. And I think this this Spain trip would actually be pretty good for them. It's it's just going to be really interesting to see how it shakes out because, like, you look at what Sam Hoiberg brought to this team last year in the later half of the year, and my goodness, it was fun. It was it was fun, and and towards the towards the latter latter part of the season, unfortunately, you saw less of C.J. Wilcher, who just had a tough year shooting the ball. Um, and don't forget, like. Ramel Lloyd Jr. is a guy from from Sierra Canyon in California that I mean he he is he is coming into play. Yeah. He he is and and same with Eli Rice. Like Eli Rice talking to a couple people from that that obviously know more about this than I do. Um at IMG if he would have decided to enroll early, he would have been similar to that Jamarcus Lawrence that would have potentially played Right, and he would have been on the bench, and he like. There are situations here to where there is some excitement and encouraging encouragement around this roster, and um, I just I I think I'm. It changes a lot in a positive way with Casey Tominaga coming back. Getting a guy with his scoring ability is going to help so much in taking some of the burden off of Jamarcus. Because if Kese didn't come back, I think the burden would have fallen on him because of the emergence that he had last season. And and it's just so much more... Yeah, I mean, you're expecting him to take that next step forward, but having yeah. Kese back and having him be more than likely the main focus of most teams, if not all teams in the Big Ten when Nebraska plays them, will allow him to take another... will allow Jamarcus to take another step forward. And then... A guy that you mentioned that well, some people might forget about, Juwan Gary is also back. That's where I would ask you: was was Casey the star last year? Yes, he towards the end of the at the beginning of the season he was, and that's the weird thing. Yeah, is we're talking about Casey like he was the star all season, and he wasn't because it was Greasel, Bandamel, Gary at the beginning of the season. Then when Derek Walker came back. Mm-hmm. He was the main focus of Nebraska for, you know, when he came back for that entire middle of the season. And then when Casey had that, I think it was like a 30-point game, he just exploded on the scene and just went off for the rest of the season. And that's where it's so interesting because, like, so Casey obviously, like, like you said, Rico, kind of exploded in the second half of the year. I don't know if we should be worried about him not being able to like answer the call this this season, maintain it all season. I don't know if we should be if we should be worried about that because you look at it, not as much of a lot. Not I, I'm I'm comfortable saying not a liability on defense despite being undersized, right? Because he it's it's that energizer bunny that's just always going. It's it's Benny Parker with a jump shot, maybe not as quality on defense mm-hmm. with with as Benny Parker was. Benny Parker was so quick on defense, but it, it's it's that type of energy on defense with a jumper, mm-hmm. right? That's Casey Tominaga. He's not going to lock anybody down, but he's going to jump passing lanes. 
And so it's it's Casey, and then if he can shoot 40% from three and create space like he did at the back half of the last season for the entire 2023-24 season, then I think you're cooking with something because not only does that mean Casey is, is everything we could hope for in his final year in Lincoln, but also it's going to make everybody's life around him easier. It's going to open up a lot more. Like you look at one thing last year that Derek Walker didn't do was shoot mid-range jumpers, right? And how many times did we sit here towards the end of the year going, man, if Derek Walker was comfortable enough shooting from the elbow or shooting from a couple steps behind. Just giving it to him every time. Just They're, they're going to give it to him, and then if he starts making them as, and is effective from that range, then guess what? His patented layup or dribble drive from the elbow is going to be even easier for him. Pump fake. Get get right, right? by him. Or and it's so, going to open up the paint Because they're going to have back, to honest it. And it's going to open it, up excuse those, me. those backdoor cuts for Casey, which he's so good at. Yeah. And so it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, Augie says, I think he also brings some needed leadership. And that'll be interesting to see. I, I, I think just leadership altogether this season is going to be interesting to see who that guy is because – as we've mentioned, you, you you graduate Derek Rock Walker, you graduate Sam Greasel, and Emmanuel Bandamel, who came in from SMU and quickly became a leader in that locker room. And so I just think, um, I mean, that's a good point, Augie. That's, that's a really good point. So uh, I, I think there's, ex- there's reasons to be excited. I don't know if this changes the expectation for the, pre- the next year, but I also remember finding myself halfway or, or three quarters through the season going, yeah, it's going to be really surprising if Keisei Tominaga comes back next year. Because mm-hmm. there was there was international potential for Keisei Tominaga. That was and, my one word. And he must, he must feel either good enough that that offer's still going to be there next year or that he's going to have an increased NBA potential after this season. And so, um, big season ahead. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. Um once we once we get to November. So let's take our final timeout. We'll be joined by uh, Austin coming up next on the Happy Hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.